0: Since the beginning of time, God has been pursuing mankind. His pursuit is steadfast and unwavering. His love is resolute and unmatched. From the moment of our first breath, we have all been searching for hope. In every human heart, there is a longing for true purpose and meaning. There is a sense that we were meant for more. Our city is filled with people searching for truth, searching for answers. These answers can't be found in quick fixes, self-help books, or our limited ability to understand the meaning of life. Eternity is within us. The kingdom of God isn't a place, it's a people who are pursued by their creator and are found in the midst of their searching. You see, Where the pursuit of God and the searching of mankind collide, there is Jesus. The bridge to the one true God, Jesus. The beginning and the end, Jesus. The perfect example of perfect love, Jesus. The one who loves us in spite of our failures, takes our worst, and gives us his best, Jesus. The way, the truth, and the life... The one who broke the chains of our sin. The one who has the power to heal and restore. The one who defeated death and rose victorious on the third day, Jesus. No other name is higher. No other name is greater. No other name than the one we celebrate today, Jesus. This
1: is all about Jesus. Purpose, and that is Jesus. When you think of Jesus, what do you think about? Perhaps you think of a few things, but when I think of Jesus, one of the things that comes to mind is love. And we've already talked about how this is February, and a lot of this month is focused on this idea and this concept of love, and I can't think of a better model to go by than that of Jesus, as we begin today to talk about a topic that is really important, and that is love. To begin today, I'd like to have you consider just something that I've been thinking about a lot over the last couple of days. How do you feel when someone knows and says your name. How do you feel? Think about it just for a moment. How do you feel when someone says your name? I was actually driving uh, through a drive-thru recently. I was getting my coffee, and uh, the person, to my surprise, said my name through the speaker. And I remember how good that made me feel. It's just a few days ago, and it really made me feel good that the person recognized my voice and said, "Drive up, David. Your coffee will be ready for you at the window." Now, that could mean that I drink way too much coffee. It could mean that I spend way too much time in that particular drive-through, but nonetheless. And it really made me feel good. And that cup of coffee tasted just a little bit better because I felt appreciated. I felt known. I felt that I had value. I was more than just a customer. I had value in that moment. The person knew my name. So I want to talk a little bit this morning about this concept of knowing someone's name, making them feel loved, making them feel appreciated. You see, learning a name is often the first step to beginning a new friendship or a relationship. Knowing someone's name is the entry point into someone's life. Perhaps even you may consider it a doorway, if you will, into someone's life. From that initial point, after you've established the person's name, then a relationship can begin to know can begin to grow. Can you imagine what it'd be like if we had relationships with people we didn't even know their names? Really, wouldn't be relationships at that point. You see, knowing someone's name, knowing someone's name has tremendous value. It sends a powerful message. There's something powerful about knowing and not only knowing, but remembering someone's name. You see, when someone knows your name, it makes you feel loved. It makes you feel noticed and seen. And I don't know if I need to remind you today that there's a lot of people around us in our culture in our society today that feel alone. They feel isolated. They feel that no one Knows their name. When someone knows and remembers your name, it gives you worth, it gives you value. A name, it represents a person's story. Who they are. Their past. Their good and their bad. Their successes and things that they wish that they could have over again. It represents their background, their upbringing, their occupation, who their parents are, a person's name and their story. It truly matters. And here's the best part. And what I would like for you today to join with me in really pondering as we talk about this, just for a moment, Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus knows your name. The Bible says that Jesus, He not only knows our name, He not only knows your name and my name, but He knows our story. And the best part is He loves you. I'd like to draw your attention this morning to Luke's Gospel, chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. And we see this fascinating story in these verses about Zacchaeus. And I want to examine this with you today. Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. Let's start at verse 1 this morning. The Bible says that Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. And there was a man called by the name of Zacchaeus. And he was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. Right here at the beginning of this scripture, we see Jesus is passing through a city known as Jericho, and we are told about a man there, a man by the name of Zacchaeus, and Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He collected taxes for a living. A little context to consider about these verses before we dive in this morning is As a tax collector, Zacchaeus would make a practice of overtaxing and stealing money from his own people. As a result, Zacchaeus wasn't, well, you guessed it, he wasn't very well-liked. He wasn't really that appreciated in his culture or society. In fact, he would have been despised. He would have been considered a cast-out. Now, get this. We're told in this Bible Story together today that he wasn't just a tax collector, but the Bible says that he was a chief tax collector. What this means is that he would have been despised even by his fellow people. And to top it off, Zacchaeus is quite wealthy. He's rich because of his job. And this would have been even more reason not to like him. In his day. Somehow, Zacchaeus knew about Jesus coming to town. Somehow he had become aware of the news that Jesus was going to be traveling through his town. Perhaps he overheard a conversation at a local shop or something. He likely didn't find out because a friend told him. I mean, he really didn't have very many of those kicking around. However, Zacchaeus, when he found out that Jesus was coming to his town, he wanted to see Jesus. But there was a problem. Zacchaeus was really short. Zacchaeus was a wee person. He did not measure very tall. And because of it, he couldn't see over the crowd that had gathered because he wasn't the only one that knew Jesus was coming to town. Lots of people knew and they gathered. And so because Zacchaeus was sore, he couldn't see over the crowd. Take a look at verse 3. Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was. And was unable because of the crowd. The Bible says, because he was a small in stature. So Zacchaeus had this idea. Listen to it in verse four. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree in order to see him, in order to see Jesus, for he was about to pass that way. Right. Problem solved, right? He climbed up into a, into a tree so he could get a little bit higher, so he could see over top of the crowd. Problem solved. Look at verse 5 with me. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for today I must stay at your house. Now, don't miss this. This this is key. This is important this morning as we discover this incredible story. Jesus knows his name. And he calls him out specifically up in a sycamore tree overhead. Zacchaeus. Now, I'm assuming that there were times when Zacchaeus didn't want his name to be known probably by the very people whose money he had taken. But not in this moment. We see here, and you can imagine with me as we read these words from the Bible, that Zacchaeus, in this moment, when Jesus called him by name, Zacchaeus was ecstatic. Zacchaeus was excited that Jesus knew his name. Continuing at verse 6, the Bible says, and he hurried and came down and received him gladly. When they, the crowd, saw it, they all began to grumble, saying, He is gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. But the crowd, on the other hand, was a little put out. The crowd, on the other hand, they, they were a little bit upset with this scenario. I mean, why is Jesus going to the house of the town's outcast who is stealing everyone's money? How could he? Now let's pause here just for a moment. And let's think about what we're discovering together today from this story. If Jesus knows the name of a guy like Zacchaeus, if he knows Zacchaeus, Jesus knows the names of the people in our lives, too. To bring it a little closer to home, Jesus knows the names of the people in our lives who have hurt us. Jesus knows the name of our co-workers and those people around us that think differently than we do. Knows the name of our neighbors, of our spouse, the people who get on our nerves. Is there anybody that just gets on your nerves? Well, Jesus knows their name. Jesus knows them. The know-it-alls on social media, the random strangers, three-cross paths with. The point is, Jesus knows their names. The question is, do we? Do we? Do we even want to? Do we even want to know their names? Do we care about the people around us? You see, getting back to names and the importance of names, when we attach a name with a person, they are no longer just faces in the crowd. When we attach a name to a person, they become human. Something changes in our viewpoint of them. Something changes in how we view them, their lives, and it gives the person value. And get this. Their lives have the same value as ours. Did you know that those people and those those people around us that have different viewpoints than we perhaps do? Did you know that in the eyes of God, in the eyes of Jesus, their lives have have the same value as, as, as ours? Jesus loves. All of us, He knows us by name. And I know that's hard to believe for some time. That's hard to believe for some of us at times. But but it is true. This world might try and say other, wo- other words, and the crowds might shout something different around and about us. But Jesus, something back to our stories, Jesus knew Zacchaeus' name. Just imagine that moment. Jesus knew His name. To the crowd, Zacchaeus was a sinner. To the crowd, Zacchaeus was nothing but a tax collector. Nothing but an outcast. Nothing but anybody wanted to spend any amount of time with Zacchaeus. Nobody liked him. But to Jesus, and I don't want you to miss this this morning, but to Jesus, he was Zacchaeus. Jesus used his name. I believe there's such incredible significance in these words in the Bible that Jesus calls him by name. Not hey the tax collector, not hey you, but Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. You see, Jesus uses his name. Did you know? That the simplest way to love someone is to take time to know their name. The simplest way to love someone is to know their name. Know their name and get to know the person and find out the story. Find out the story behind their name. Do you desire to be used by God in a new and fresh way today? Know the names of the people around you. If you desire to help someone, perhaps try and make an effort to know their name. Would you like to point someone to Jesus? Start by knowing their name. Demonstrate to someone that you care today and tomorrow in this coming week. And get to know their name. And a lot of us would say that we all want to do these things. A lot of us would agree that we genuinely want to be used by God. The trouble is, is that we don't necessarily know those that are around us in order to be effectively used. How God wants to use us. So here's a challenge for all of us. As we go about today and into tomorrow and into this week, here's a challenge. Spend some time in prayer. Spend some time in prayer today, right now, into tomorrow, into this week, and ask God to help you to begin today to do something. To get to know someone's name. And remember their name. Get to know someone's name and remember that name. It's actually the key point in this process. Remember their name. It says something. Remember It adds value to the conversation. It might not be as easy as it sounds to get to know people this way. By nature, we are going to encounter people that are skeptical, people that are cynical. I mean, why is this person all of a sudden wanting to know my name? But let me remind you today that if you are earnest, if you are intentional, you'll learn some names. And God willing, I believe you might even begin to hear a little bit about their story. And if you know a name, and you know a story, and the amazing thing is that you can then begin to offer to pray for their Specific prayers that matter in their lives. And so again, I challenge you today to get to know someone. Get to know someone by name today. And then secondly, want to hear a little bit about this story. How are they doing? When was the last time that you went up to somebody and actually meant it when you said, How are you doing today? Or perhaps find out where they were. Do they have a family? What coffee shops do they like to go to? What do they take in their coffee or their tea? You get the idea. Just get to know the people around you. And it doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to feel awkward. And I believe that the Lord will help and guide you as you do this, if you ask Him. And then ask if you can pray with them. And if they say no, then simply pray silently for them. Take a moment to pray in your car. Take a moment and pray at your desk. Pray in your home. Write it down in your prayer journal. The things that you can pray about as you get to know people and want God. Want God do incredible things in their lives and in your lives as you partner with God to bring real change into someone's life. But remember, it begins with knowing their names. Now perhaps you're thinking, Who wants to have a discussion with complete strangers? I know it's challenging. It can be really hard for some people. And that's why I would encourage you today that if this is a challenge for you, God knows your name. God knows how you like to do things. Let Him use you in the various ways and various abilities that God wants to use you in. But I would just encourage you today that as often as we go out and do the work that we do, find out the names of the people around and about us and make sure they know that they matter. Everyone. Everyone wants to get to know the name of the popular person in town. Everyone wants to get to know the star athletes. But often the person Jesus was most focused on was the same person who remained nameless to everyone around them. You see, the person who passed was passed over and forgotten about. We see from the example of Jesus that Jesus paid attention to them. That Jesus knew go back to the story of Zacchaeus again, just for a moment. As I said before, just a moment ago, if Jesus knows the name of Zacchaeus, then that means that he knows the names of the people in our lives, too. What I also want you to hear today is that Jesus knows your name. Jesus knows your name, too. He knows my name. He knows our stories. He knows my stories. He knows your stories. He knows you inside and out. He's seen our lives play out. Sometimes we need to be reminded that Jesus knows our name. We need to be reminded that Jesus knows the names of the Zacchaeus in our lives. And He is there. And He is waiting for us. He is right there with arms open wide, ready to accept us just as we are. I believe that there are people that are struggling. Perhaps people watching and participating online with us today that are struggling with all kinds of things in their lives. They feel like their lives do not have value. They feel that they are outcasts. They feel that they that they don't amount to anything. Let me encourage you today in Jesus' name that Jesus knows your circumstance. He knows your name. And all you need to do is come to Him. Come to Jesus. Just come to Him today. I challenge you to get to know someone this week. from my neighbors to complete strangers, get to know their names. Get to know their stories. Pray for them. And God will use you. God will use you to love that person and the story behind that name. In fact, God can, and I believe will, do amazing things through your willingness to love others as Christ loves you. If you need a reason, if you need a reason, why don't you give this a try? Why don't you consider this this afternoon or sometime this week? If you don't know take a look out your window. Go to some windows in your home and take a look out your window. If you don't know the names of the people who live in the houses that you can see from your windows, then make it a point to get to know them. Give them a phone call. Find them on social media. Safe to do so? Meet them outside their homes, socially distance with masks on, and get to know them. And be a good example before Christ as you do. But make an effort to get to know those that live around you. Invite them to online search next Sunday. Use that as a reason. Hey, my pastor at online search told me to get to know the people that I can see from my windows. The houses that I can see from my windows. The people that live inside those houses to get to know them. And invite them to online search or get them to watch the service again. Whatever you need to do to get to know the people around you. It might be as simple if you're able and physically able to do so, to shovel the driveway or do something kind for them. But remember, love begins by knowing someone's name and calling them by name Jesus called Zacchaeus by name because he loved Zacchaeus. What an incredible story as we journey together today through these pages, through these scripture verses today. And my prayer for you is, Lord, give us courage. Give us courage to love others beginning today, to know their stories, and to know their names. And remember today, my friend, that Jesus loves you. He loves your family. And He wants to get to know you. If you have not yet made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, I would encourage you to pray a prayer like this in your heart. Would you pray with me and welcome Jesus into your life today, perhaps for the first time. Let's pray. Lord, thank You. Thank You that You died and You rose again. For me. Lord, today I invite you to come into my life. Lord, thank you for forgiving my sin. Lord, help me to live for you from this day forward. And Lord, for those that are joining together online today, I pray again that you would fill their hearts and their lives with an incredible awareness of your awesome peace that your Word says the Bible says surpasses all understanding. Well, thank you for this time online that we've had together today. And I pray your awesome blessing on every individual, on every family, on every person that is participating today. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you for choosing to spend a little bit of time with us today. May God bless your day, and we will see you again next week. Bye for now.